you know, going live with To Be Discussed, the now rebranded Smash Attack podcast. Smash Attack podcast. Will this will this podcast be a smash? You'll have to wait and find out. Today with me is Oliver. We're testing out the new format. We're doing it through Discord. Shout out to Discord. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're Discord, be... please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, we'll be um, testing it out. Hopefully, back on a regular schedule once every fortnight, as we were before. Hopefully, having the return of Addison and other guests. But for now, due to virus, we are testing this out. Mm. Well, we'll be real though. Not just the virus. Uh, this is a more convenient format. <laughs> yeah. The, the, so. For those who have been long-time listeners, the reason for the massive break was trying to schedule three people with three very distinct different lives to record once a week when two when two people, one person had a job that required them to work on most recording days. The other person lived an hour's drive out of the, out of the town. <laughs> we had to yeah. cancel, cancel them to come in, Oliver. Hey, man. Hey, look, I live where I live. Addison is Addison, and we're just going to have to all move on from. <laughs> well, all that matters is we're back now, so get look forward to more regular content. Um, today, we're going to be covering a few topics on a shorter schedule, so 25, 30 minutes. So work out some technical issues and see how it all goes, really. Absolutely. Now, what was uh, what was first on the agenda? Do we have an agenda today? I always uh, have an agenda. My agenda we, is what domination. We, we always have an agenda, but we never keep to the agenda. That's kind of just the free-flowing nature of this show, isn't it? Uh, we say free-flowing, realistically. It's just mildly horrifying. <laughs> so, Xbox didn't show any gameplay at the big Xbox Series X event. Nah, they totally showed gameplay. They were gaming the game. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but no, they didn't show any gameplay. I talked to about Scorn. Yeah, and how terrifying it is. Oh, the game looks you disgusting. You I, to play. I mean, it looks disgusting, but it's the kind of disgusting that makes me want to, yeah, get, get amongst all that. I have no idea what it is about. It's terrifying. Know. It is terrifying, my dude. But here's the thing, right? And this is what I wanted to discuss: is when is it? Why tell us there was going to be gameplay at this event if there's no gameplay? I, I feel like that has to just be like a screw up. Like I feel like they has to be some screw up, like where. Some core piece of technology just didn't end up working properly, like a couple of days or something before the show. Well, they that's the thing. It was pre-recorded. Like, I'm assuming it was live when they were doing the show, but the trailers would be pre-recorded, surely. Yeah, I mean... Well, what, what, like, it depends on the kind of gameplay they're showing. Because, like, you know, E3 and all that, like, they like doing their, like... Oh, where this is actual gameplay. We're playing through the game right now on like a super scripted like railway type playthrough of a level. Like the one that always sticks with me is like Halo 4 from like 2015 or whatever. 
where they they played through like one of the mi- midway through the game, like one of the missions where Chief is like in the jungle and stuff, and they're doing all that stuff. And I remember watching them play through that, and I remember listening to like podcasts and stuff because I used to be like massive Halo nerd back in the day, where like they were playing through that, and I didn't know whether or not it was going to work because it was still like mostly broken. And one of the playtesters went off like the scripted path a little bit and just killed the entire presentation in one of their test runs. See, the thing is that I, the issue that I have with the whole thing is that they said that they were going to show gameplay, and besides the first game they showed, I can't remember anything really having anything. Like they touted this huge reveal for the Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay. They're like, "Oh, we've got this trailer, like gameplay first thing," and there's like I don't know three seconds of it. Uh, I mean, and like um, Asra Ashraf Ismail, the creative director of Valhalla, had to go to Twitter and be like, "Hey, you totally expected to see more today. I'm sorry." Yeah, I. Uh... I don't know. It's I like it. I guess we'll never really know what, why, who, how, all of that above. But what but. astounds me is that we're a medium of interaction, right? A huge medium about interaction. Yeah. Why so many CGI trailers? No matter, like, not just this event, but any event in general. I mean, at least the CGI trailers were interesting at the very least like i mean like you were saying the scorn one terrifying weirdest thing i've watched in recent memory interesting definitely want to play it yeah it got people talking definitely like i was keeping track on twitter whilst watching the live stream and saying wow scorn is very i have no idea (laughs) i can't really describe scorn Scorn very wet looking <laughs> is what I'd describe it as. It's like the guy who created Aliens, HR Gallio, I think his name is. It's like he decided to make a video game. All the mm. pictures came to life. Exactly. Like yeah, the the one <laughs> the very phallic looking um What was it? It was like I have a, no idea. I can't like, it was like a it was like a proboscis or like a bug or something. It was... All right, the fact that that tells me, like, the, the brief information we did says it's a first-person shooter, I have no idea what the weapon's going to look like. <laughs> what was that game that had the gun that shot teeth? Or was that... No, that was a movie? Was that, that was a movie. There was a movie where, like, the gun shot teeth. I can't remember what it was. I have no idea, but that sounds horrifying. Yeah, it was like this meat gun where it like shot teeth. It was horrifying looking, which it reminded me of that. It also reminds me of some of the infested weapons in Warframe. Ugh, gross. Mm. Mind you, they, they're like some of the best design ones. Yeah, some of, them are, some of them are pretty pretty dang cool. Some of the newer stuff has been pretty good as well. Yeah, well, my Xbox uh, is touting that they're going to have a better show because they're intending to do this like live show thing first week of every month up until the Xbox um, Two Sixes release, and we're being oh told really? Halo, yeah, we're being told Halo footage for July or June. Oof, oof, oof. And Halo footage for July or June. Really learnt from 
this one because they've got like they've got a lot of people to win back over because a lot of people were disappointed, like a lot. I think the video received like over 50k dislikes within like a couple of days or something I was reading. Really? Yeah, people were not impressed. That's insane. Yeah. So maybe in the future episode we'll talk about how the next presentation actually had gameplay and be able to talk about significant changes. But me, but th I'm adding this topic in from the original office. It's just been brought up to me, and I've just remembered it. Review bombing. Doom Review Doom bombing. decided to add kernel level anti cheat on the PC version. Really? That has not gone over well. The game was previously sitting on a 90 plus Steam rating. It's now, I saw, 56%. I. I think review bombing is. Um, it's an, I think it's an interesting way to show protest about something, but it's not like a good thing. I don't think like you should go and, especially if you're going to like go and review bomb all of the games by a publisher or like by a studio just because of one decision on a modern game. I think going back and review bombing games that are perfectly fine now and, and when they were released just because like, oh, they did this thing because something might have changed between then and now. That's, pre that's a pretty shitty thing to do, but I also understand that like there's not really that good of a platform where people can really sort of force home the point that they are pissed off, except for like forums, but then it just seems like nerd rage. So being the PC techie in your real job and at Smash Tech, what is a kernel level anti-cheat? Oh, dude, you're throwing me the hardballs. I don't know what a kernel level anti-cheat is. I'm not a network guy. Nah. So, um, <laughs> I wasn't sure. For my, for my immediate research of it and from my base knowledge of it is it, it's a level zero program. It's in sort of the operating system level. Meaning that mm. if it is hacked, someone can just get access to your whole computer. Ah. Now, what if a million people bought this game and someone decides to come in and buy its software and one of their touted things they say about their business to secure funding or to secure this deal is, if you want access to a half million computers, you can have it. Hmm. I mean, uh, that's that's like any server, like any any sort of game with that level of anti-cheat, though, right? Like, I mean, I remember t yeah, um, I Escape the from biggest one is Valorant right now as well. Well, I know because I, I remember, I remember at um, like when Escape from Tarkov came out, it was at the height of um, like the Trump twenty sixteen campaign stuff, right? So, and with all the Russian hacking, and because. Like I think I think Escape from Tarkov is like a Russian developed game, as far as I'm aware, or it has it has something to do with Russia, and people were really concerned concerned about it because they had some pretty invasive anti cheat, and they were worrying that like oh they're, they're going to be stealing my information, and like if they have if the anti cheat gets breached, then then they'll have access to my computer as well, and same with Epic Store. Like, I remember the Epic Store, they got caught with their pants down a little bit for, like, some of the, the information that their anti-cheat was skimming as well. 
Yeah. So it's like, it's like it's, I don't know why it's, issues like this seem to persist. It's but only sword. only yeah. blow up occasionally. Like the, the stuff like this has existed for years and years and years, but it only sort of they blow up at weird times with weird game de- developers. Like you remember, you remember the the um the app blow up uh, a while ago with the oh man they're doing all this crazy stuff with your data and your pictures they own everything you you make on the ma- on the app rah 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 yeah, that, um, like one people going nuts over the anti aging and de aging and stuff one yeah that, yeah and then and then yeah, like it turns, out, it turns out your photos that you take with it are saved to like a mass server and yeah yeah the but then like you know people also didn't then go read the end user licenses for basically every other app in existence and realize, oh, hang on, they all have this kind of stuff in them. Yeah, well, and then, well, and then well, like, all of the big apps went and just, like, quietly changed their user license so to not get caught out like that. And, well, like, and it's just, like, people, people blow up. People blow up. These things is, like, Facebook has a policy where anything you upload on there becomes theirs. Yeah, like, people, people blow up over the weirdest stuff. And like, oh my goodness, how can this be a thing? And not realizing it, it's been that way for so long, and it's the status quo in so many ways that it's weird for them to blow up now, especially to some like, especially to people like myself who are tech inclined. As you said, like, uh, my job is an engineer, like not a software engineer, but like a, I work on computers professionally. Like people blowing up about all this privacy stuff, where that there's been breaches like that for over a decade. People have had access to your information if you are using those kind of apps since they were um, inceived. Well, since their inception, rather. So I I don't know. The the anti cheat thing seems really dumb to me. Apparently, the biggest issue with this is the fact that it was never announced that it was being rolled out. It was just it just appeared in the patch. Now that I, mean, 100%, I 100% don't agree with. I think if you're going to install something on a computer, um, at least let your clientele know. Don't say, hey, by the way, we're rolling this out. You've just got this now. Or, or, you know, or like the next time, possibly the next time that they launch the game or whatever, like have another user license agreement pop up. Like, hey, like when you first install some games, you get the user license agreement pop up and you have to say yes. Yeah, installing it's, whatever software. It's going to be an interesting topic to monitor moving forward because we really just do not know how. One, you can really implement an anti cheat that's going to work. Like the thing is, these anti cheats do work. They work. They notice if anything's changed at the base level, it won't let you have the game work at all. Yeah. But then you have the spectrum where people don't want that messing with their personal stuff. Exactly. Like, so, I don't know how we're going to fight it moving forward, but I just want to bring it up because it's a super interesting topic just in regards to, obviously, it's something we need to consider at some point in the future as well, ourselves. Like, anti-cheat is just a thing, really. Yeah. Warzone yeah. seems to be handling it really well. I don't know, Warzone's rolled something out recently, and... You should see all the Reddit stuff. It's like, I've been shadow banned and I don't know why. Or this person's cheats aren't getting past the new filter. Don't buy from this guy. It's like, don't cheat. I, yeah, I think one, what about shadow banning? I think that 
you sh- shadow bands should definitely be a thing for certain stuff, but I do understand people that like got shadow banned for something that they didn't know why, like, and they weren't necessarily cheating. Like I, I remember one of the one of the guys from LTT got banned, their WoW account banned, and they tried to contact a GM to be like, "Hey, why was my account banned?" Because they were just banned without warning for using external exploits, like you're using an exploitative a program. And he was like, "Okay, what the fuck? What program was I using? And how can I not?" get banned in the future because obviously like this guy wasn't cheating and he just got banned for using some unnamed piece of software and on like a studio development machine I can totally understand like I have software on my computer that I can guarantee would if it showed up in an anti-cheat would probably get me banned because it's used for cracking open all sorts of stuff to get into people's computers to fix them like when they have various issues like I have a thing that can you know, do all sorts of stuff. Well, my I've magic had, I've had, like I've had um, Unity add-ons and Unreal Engine add-ons being detected by the anti uh, antivirus stuff before. It's really funny. Yeah, like so, and but then like this this game just like the guys over at Blizzard just would not tell him why he got banned. So he had no idea like how to move forward. So obviously, he, he likes playing WoW. Wanted to keep playing WoW. But how do you then move forward? Because it was like not a, it was an, a, it was an account ban. So it wasn't just a character or anything where they just like, ah, oh, we'll get rid of that character. Like his whole account was shut down. So like, you know, all those subscriptions, he lost all his games and you know, all that stuff. So like, how, how do you move forward from That's there if you're just one of the people that get caught out? Why would you not tell them? Well, Sorry, excuse me. Um, well, that comes down to the thing of like you want to give the you don't want to give the hackers any information at all uh, so that they can use to use to change their system so that they don't get banned in the future. Yeah, likewise, likewise, CCP, CCP was really secretive about their bot detection algorithms. Same as Dota, like the Valve devs, they're really secretive about how they detect cheaters because any information you give someone that use ha- uses hacks is a piece of information they can use against you against you to make better hacks. Yeah. I guess um, we'll never really know. It's just something we'll have to monitor moving forward. But on to a more wider note, mm. um, what have we been playing in isolation? Is a question that I've been often, I've often heard, and I thought I'd ask you and see what you've been playing. Uh, I've been playing, well, EVE Online. I'm still playing EVE. You know. Constantly. That's all I do. Um, but I've also gotten back into Warframe. Like, uh, I stopped playing back in the Fortuna update. And I, cause I just didn't really care about the stuff that came out in Fortuna. And then Railjack came out, which seemed interesting to me, but then the sort of user reviews of Railjack were really terrible and everyone hated it. So I waited a while and then they announced that they were bringing out Railjack like 1.1 or like a fix for it, which seems to have done a pretty good job. People are mostly happy with it. So I decided to start playing Warframe again and I've built my Railjack and I'm having a great time and it's really fun and I've gotten a couple of my friends back into it as well. So, you know, getting along. What about yourself? Uh, Doom Eternal came out just as all this started. 
So <laughs> I played through Doom and so did Animal Crossing. <laughs> so mainly hitting that. Um, speaking of Doom, go and watch our series, two devs play. And um, we played Doom. Yeah, new episode goes live tomorrow night and we'll be recording again this week because you've been given the all clear. Yeah. I'm really glad about that. It was a massive pain. It's also getting... So I got... um, Down in in, uh, Tasmania, where we are, you have to go and get tested if you show any symptom at all that could be related to COVID-19, right? So if you have like a cough... A sore throat, like a bit of a fever, like any, like even like cold symptoms. If you, if you even if you like have been home and you haven't left your house, if you show any cold symptoms, you got to go get tested anyway because we're so, we're on the cusp of like clearing the disease out of the country or the virus rather. So they want to catch as many people with it as they possibly can, so that we make sure that we are clear when we start reopening the country. And so one day, myself. And my girlfriend, we woke up and we were a bit sick, like had a cough, sore throat, rah, rah, rah. So we went and we're like, okay, we called up our works and like let them know what was happening. And then we went and got tested like the next day, I think at 12. And they had to do, they, they did the swab. And I know that like a lot of people online have said how unpleasant the swab is, but let me reiterate, it's awful. Like they stick this long cotton bud thing down your throat and they pull it out and they stick it like down the backs of both of your nostrils and it feels like it's rubbing against the backs of your eyeballs. It's so awful. It gave Shan a nosebleed and it made me just need to sneeze the next 16 hours. I swear. And it smelled awful and it was just the worst thing ever. So go get tested though. Yeah, get <laughs> tested. Um, we had a big outbreak here in the West Northwest of the States. So we had to be really careful, but unfortunately people kept driving out of there. Yeah, yeah. Big, big, uh, big no no. <sighs> big no no. Um, apart from that, like, there's been a ton of, like, the Smash has gone super online. And despite that game having the worst fighting game netcode of all time, I've actually been, uh, like, kind of enjoying the sort of what's going on with Smash at the moment because, like, like what you said because of the online netcode being awful, how, like, the character dynamic of what's, like, a good character has changed, or, like, oh, what makes yeah. a good character. I've been, with, I've been picking, like, so many dumb units and getting away with, like, things I could never get away with if I played people face-to-face. Yeah, exactly. It's, like... <laughs> such a so we weird... We are starting Smash Sessions tomorrow night, which is, um, because of the restrictions yeah. left tomorrow, going up to people parties of ten. Um, we will be slowly introducing the community back, having limited numbers. It's like you have to secure a spot. You can't come otherwise. But uh, overall, like, a slow return to norm. The office is going to be used, so that's a miracle within itself. Yeah. it's uh, It's been pretty lonely in there. There are a couple of times I've sort of gone in there. But, like, pick, we're pick starting on Monday. You and I recording on Tuesdays and stuff like that. And... Um, more fingers crossed things moving forward, but with things going back to normal and some certain things changing, keep saying the word things, your streaming from the office will be starting soon. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Got any plans? Do you want to tell the listeners? Um, got any plans? I want to tell the listeners. Well, there'll definitely be Eve streams. 
Uh, I might restart the playthrough of The Witcher 3. I've been really liking The Witcher 3. I play Vermintide 2, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Dota 2, Dead Cells, oh, maybe some Minecraft, Six, Warframe. Just Six like Siege, all in. of the things, hey? If you play Rainbow Six Siege, I'll jump in. Oh, yeah, dude. Absolutely. I uh, I need to find people to play with, though, because some of my friends are uh, a little bit uh, not PG-13. Or M or MA fifteen or R eighteen. The the pretty vulgar individuals. Um so I need to find people to play with yeah, that game won't get me banned. Worse than some people when you when you start losing, eh? Hey. Gaming can bring out the worst in people when they start losing, eh? Not even when they start losing, just like in general. <laughs> <laughs> and last so the last topic we're talking about today as we move away from all of this terrible Friends, uh, what the virus <laughs> can mean for games? I I think this was a big a bigger moment for just gamers in general, and the a bit more public awareness of the value that games can have. Because you know, like just just before COVID, right? There was another one of those big, like, ah, oh, video games cause violence in youths. Like, one of those big waves came through again. And we all know that they're all crap. But I really think that this hopefully has convinced more of the public that that's, that is just total crap and that video games are really valuable and they can serve a purpose within a community or within, like, a culture. More, more than just oh, some dumb thing that my kid plays. Yeah, there's, like been, can... there's definitely been some huge values and like negative sides. Um, you and I have had games that we like playing affected, like Monster Hunter World had um, its newest update delayed because they can't do the audio for like four countries. Oh, really? Yeah, so we have to, like, that's being pushed back. Um, but then you have the other side, which is something like Animal Crossing, which is a very lax game, very chill, coming out just before this. Moving 11.77 million copies in its first 10 days. Which is pr pretty insane. Like And, like, 50% of those are digital, which is unheard of. And the craziest thing is, like, a month on, month and a bit on, we've they've moved in all day. Apparently, it's it's already exceeded the lifetime sales of its predecessor. Seriously. Yeah, so it's pretty Because like, both uh, games were pretty popular. Like, well, not pretty popular. Yeah, both Leaf, games were very popular. Leaf. I think it was called New Leaf. I can't remember. Um, the 3DS one. But I saw, it sold like something like 15 million copies. And apparently they're well and truly past that with New Horizons. Ah... But I think that's, like, if you look at Twitter and you see the craziness, like, you've got, like, Elijah Wood, Danny Trejo, and a bunch of other, like, famous people interacting with people on a way that they never could before because it's such a chat, chill, relaxing game. And it's exactly. And cool to see the way the world has kind of taken to it. But then we got the opposite end, and it's like you, you have your projects delayed, cancelled. Um, there's this big fear that neither the Xbox Series X or the PS5 would make the holiday 2020 release, as being discussed. Um, since then, financial reports have come out for 
the first half of the year and they're saying, yeah, no, they're on schedule. But it's still, what's going to happen? I, I, yeah, I think the the, the so biggest losing eight to ten months worth of work. I mean, week, sorry, eight to ten weeks worth of work, especially in the UK. I, I think the biggest thing that will have probably the largest impact on the indie scene, especially, is the massive price hike we're about to see in computer equipment. It's it already it's already started. The su- the suppliers that I speak to have already put up their prices by at least twenty to thirty percent. And what's the reason for it? Just the the amount of shutdown that there was in China. Like all of them, basically every large scale manufacturer of macro and micro PC components was in China because China is the leading. Uh, well, manufacturer of rare earth minerals, because back way back in yonder, um, when all these countries started buying rare earths off China, China said you're only allowed to buy rare earths off it if you use said rare earths in China. We will not export to you. You must manufacture with the materials you buy in China. So all these companies said, well, okay, because we can get the rare earths cheaper here. We may as well manufacture here as well because it will, again, be cheaper. So all of the world's manufacturing for GPU components, CPU components, motherboards, basically every single component in a computer is manufactured in China. And because it hit them so hard and they shut down so hard, basically there was no computer components getting manufactured for like two months. It'll be so, interesting. It'll be interesting to yeah. see um, moving forward what the, uh, I guess, like real estate of it really will be. Um, obviously, developers need working computers to make games and stuff like that. I know that I was looking at building a new machine. Yeah, well, like even put, even put on the rocks, even myself, like I was looking at building another machine as well, and like just getting the components now is so difficult and the price has gone up so much that it's almost, it's almost become prohibitively expensive already. And, but that's just for me personally, like for people with bigger budgets probably won't have that much of an issue, but like it's or it's, or you're already feeling the impact. So it's only going to get worse yeah, from here yeah, for a good couple, a good six months. On the little guy to more than uh, the big guys. Yeah. Um, if you can buy PC parts, please buy local. We uh, we buy local through another computer store who we have a deal with. So I guess that's the case with anything. If you can buy your indie games, buy locally. I know it's very preachy, but they're the ones who need help. The big companies can look after themselves. Yeah, like you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna see like AMD or like. Nvidia or anything like that be particularly hurt by this. I mean, we're seeing it. There's an airplane company in Australia that's looking at the verge of going under, and the government just bailed them out. Yeah, and we don't want that to happen. Like, um, so do what you can and buy locally, support locally, um, especially in the industry. Mm-hmm. But we're going to wrap up there. Um, again, it's been a good. Tri- it's been our trial episode. As we return for season, I think this is officially a season four. If we were to start uh, off, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll start off uh, season four digital season. Yeah, so, so 
we're going to try and record these every fortnight and they will probably go live on a Monday or Tuesday, um, depending, because we've also got like our two devs play recordings and stuff like that. Um, yep. Links to all our recent games that we've done, like Night Leap and a bunch of others, will be in the description below. I want to thank Oliver for joining me today. We're going to look at trying to get a third body on next time, just to, as again, as we adjust to all the learning. I'll be real. I have actually been playing quite a bit of Night Leap. Yeah, like, no, straight up. Like- I've actually been getting like a lot of messages about Nightleaf. I'm actually like, I can get pretty charged. I really like Nightleaf, eh? <laughs> like, it's actually really fun. Is that you being biased to your company's own games? Hey? Is that you being biased to the, your company's own games? Well, no, because like I installed them all, obviously. What um, do you mean you installed I, them all? I had to grab your phone I, and install them all. Hey, hey, I had installed them. You reinstalled them. Did you get Shan to install them like I asked? I don't know yet. I <laughs> mentioned it to her then. I don't know what happened. Anyway, but um, yeah, I, I reinstalled it. Oh, you reinstalled it. And then like, I was like, oh, I'll just go through and play them all again. Like, uh, and because I hadn't played, I actually hadn't played Night League yet. I'm like, damn, this is, this is kind of fun. Kind of addictive. I was there playing it while I'm waiting for stuff. I think my best score is like 15 or something. Nice. I'm, I'm getting better. My best is 22. Oof. What kind of way to go there? People's like semi scores of like 83 and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. Damn. Um, but thanks for everyone for listening. Um, this will be available on SoundCloud and through uh, the iTunes podcast app. And hopefully, now that more, there's more episodes, we will be uh, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I would like Spotify. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, all. See you, dude.